Hi everyone, welcome to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season nine, episode six, the one with the male nanny, and also the 200th episode. Oh, happy 200th. Happy 200th. Is the 100th episode is where Phoebe gave birth to the triplets? Mm Mm-hmm. Gosh, we've come so far. I know. It's been a long time. Been a long time. Got lots going on. We've yeah, got... I like this episode a lot. I do too. And what's really funny is we were just talking, we were getting ready to record, and Ashley <laughs> noticed a not-so-glowing review of this episode um, from a disgruntled Someone user called it... on IMDb. <laughs> Someone called it a very letdown of an episode. Mm. Um, I don't, yeah, I like it. I like it. Well, I've got a few, I've got a few, um, qualms, I guess. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't agree with everything that happens, but Um, I like the episode. So Chandler, you know, is still in Tulsa and Mm -hmm. Monica is starting her new job at Javu. The food here at Javu will kill you. What a nice jingle. Phoebe wrote for her. Um, catchy. Catchy. Uh, so she starts a new job at Javu, and she calls Chandler in the middle of the night. Well, I'm assuming she got off work probably at 11. And is like, the, the Which restaurant's... Which is 10 p- – because ch- Oklahoma is only an hour earlier than New York, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I was thinking, I was like, so if she got if she got off work and got home at like midnight, I yeah. guess it's like 11 p.m. Yeah. in Tulsa. Yeah. Um, but she calls Chandler and he answers with the frog voice. Do you, Oh yeah. this is a side note, but a few, I should have like kept an actual recording of it. A few weeks ago, Ashley and I were supposed to record the podcast and we had to cancel because I sounded like this. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. It you was sounded so, awful. You I poor sounded thing. so bad. It was gone in a day. And we were though. like. We were like, could it could it be like Phoebe's sexy, my sticky shoe voice? But it was not that. It was so bad. But that's the first thing I thought of when I was watching this is my weird frog smoker's voice. Um, but Monica is elated about her new job. She's like, I had the best day ever. The kitchen's twice as big. The kitchen is not just health department clean. Monica, Monica clean, <laughs> which we all know is a difference. And the people are nice, and there's this one guy. He's the funniest guy I've ever met, and he is now suddenly very awake. <sighs> Monica. Um, well, okay. So Chandler comes home, and he is like, isn't he like instantly? Like weird, putting yeah, it on like he's, super strange. He's, he's like outside. talking to the door. He's, yes, and he's like, save it for inside. And then he's like, and they're like Chandler, and he's like, a funny thing about Oklahoma. He's like doing a stand-up bit, like a stand-up like bit, and a very awkward forced stand-up bit. <clears throat> yes, an an a not requested stand-up bit, like very out of nowhere. Yes, that's true. Um, and. Monica even like kind of questions him like is your cabin pressurized like what's going on and he just (laughs) keeps going and suddenly Monica's Mm. laughing and he's like oh yeah yeah funny funny huh and she's like no 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 it was that guy at work something he did today he's so funny I told you about him right and he was like "Mm -hmm." um Mm -hmm. but he's just like being so weird and I don't know. He's just he's just acting crazy. And so we kind of texted Joey about it and reveals his insecurity. I think, okay, I think he is overreacting so much. Like, do you? Like, clearly she's not trying to, like, marry this guy. Um, I think he's, yeah, I think he's overreacting. I, I, oh, I don't know. I mean, is he just like feeling weird because he's not there and he's like, 
Yeah, it's probably Nervous. a combo. I don't know. Other people are funny. I mean, yes, if she was like, he's the funniest guy I've ever met. Like, that's not, of course, what you want to hear. But like, he's, yes, the answer is yes, he's overreacting. But also, I <clears throat> I maintain that the funniest people on earth are not the funniest people on earth to their wives. Oh, yeah. No 100%. wife laughs at her husband's jokes like other people laugh at her husband's jokes. Like, yeah, I would agree with famous that. Famous comedians. And you're like, there's, you're so annoying. Shut up. That's what I was going to say. I was like, there's also people that I can laugh at because I don't have to live with them every day. Right. For sure. Um. Yeah, I don't know, but he he's for sure like overreacting, and uh, talks to Joey about it. Joey's like, "Yeah, you take away funny, you've just got lame with women." So you know. Yeah. Thanks, Joey. Yeah. Thanks for really <clears throat> rubbing the old salt in the wound here. Um. And Joey brings it up to Monica, and is like, "What did you think?" Like. You said he's the funniest guy he's ever met. What do you expect from him, you know? And so yeah. Monica reins it back in and he makes a joke, a not a great joke. And Monica's like, oh, he made a really sexist joke and he's not so funny anymore, which, you know, turns out she kind of just made that up. But I think it's a white lie that helps everybody <laughs> because she's like I think he's funny I'm not trying to like hook up with him um yes he just had me laughing and she can think someone's funny yeah. that is okay that is not a gray area in yeah. life in relationships um yeah can laugh all you want um as as Joey once said Dina if he's funny laugh laugh <laughs> <laughs> good boy <laughs> So funny if he's funny laugh. If he's funny laugh. Mm. So Monica takes that advice and and just laughs, but sends Chandler back home with warm fuzzies in his heart that he's not, he's still the funniest <clears throat> or something. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But well, Chandler figures it out because they he's like says a couple jokes and they all oh crack yeah up that's right and they all like he's go like. Overboard. He's like, oh, if I knew you guys were going to come over, I'd have bought, brought home more pizza. And they're all like, bah, ha, ha. and he's like, what was funny about that? And she's like, oh, it's just it's just because it's how you said it. Yeah. And that's when he's like, Joey, you told her, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, all is right in the world. I kind of forgot that happened. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but this is very... This is very, like, non-important other than the fact that Chandler's still in Oklahoma and Monica started her new job. Mm. So uh, we've also got Rachel and Ross. Ross and Rachel. It's weird to say Rachel and Ross. Um, is that? It feels oh, weird to me. Oh, Ross and Rachel. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, I... Uh, yeah, it's weird to me, I guess. But um, they're interviewing nannies um, because Rachel's going back to work. And the first girl seems fine until she goes to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> well, well, when she's like, out fine, she's like, yeah, let's make the transition really easy for her. Nice to meet you. Like, seems really pleasant. Um, but then she's like, um, if you do random drug trusting, I'm just going to need three days notice. And I'm like, OK, bye. Um, oh my gosh. Which can you imagine the hassle? The hassle of like dealing. This isn't just like interviewing people. Oh, having to do this? Yes. Interviewing people in general is like a pretty trying experience because I don't Mm -hmm. know if some people have never been in public before, but you would think that when you're dealing with (laughs) some people. Like, I worked with someone recently. I was just like, he said, if you ask me to do something and I make a weird face, sometimes I just do that. And I was like, okay. I Wait, what? Right, exactly. 
correct response. I was like, I don't. He was really nice. And when I asked him to do something, I think he was just stoned, honestly. But um. I don't know. But it was just like, I was like, I don't understand how this is a preface. It's not like, hey, I actually lost a little hearing in my left ear. So if I don't hear you, like, just you may have to get closer because sometimes it's hard for me to hear or something like that. But I was like, if you make weird faces because you do that sometimes, I'm like, I don't. Okay, thanks for letting me know, I guess. Anyway, dealing with people sometimes can be real interesting. And this isn't just any job. This is taking care of your tiny little baby. Like, you yeah. cannot just hire anyone and, and like, say, oh, it's probably going to be fine. Living in your – well, not living well, in your home, but basically like access yes, to your home yes, all the time. Yes. That's true. Not Maybe not actually living there, but like – pretty much spending you know a large majority there without you yeah yeah with your child tiny baby yeah so yeah not jealous of this process and I mean a lot of our friends have gone through you know daycare interviews nanny interviews babysitting interviews like all this stuff it's shocking to me Mm. um as we've mentioned Ashley did not babysit much I babysat a lot there were so many times in college we I was just on a list at our college that they would send to people in the community, like this girl's available to babysit, and people would just call me. Typically, I would try to go over there like half hour early the night before just to like meet them, meet the kids, you know. But every great once in a while, someone would be like, no, you can just pick them up at school tomorrow. And I'm like, really? But you don't like they'd never even met you. Yeah. Wow. And it was different if like our friend Elizabeth babysat for a family and she couldn't do it, so they called me. I'm at least a friend of their babysitter. That makes a little more sense. If Elizabeth if Elizabeth referred you. Yes. Yeah. But I was just coming off the list. And they'd be like, Yeah, you can just pick them up at school tomorrow. Here's the details. And I'm like, Are you sure? Like I can come by tonight. Uh you just put yourself on the list through like the student union or whatever we had. Okay, so not a vetted list no. of like oh, no. the university sponsors and no. like stands by. Other it than was the just fact like... that we went to the school. Wow. We, we were students at the school. That's it. Um, yeah, it was in no way like checked into, no no checking, nothing. And a lot of people did ask me to come by just to meet them at least for a few minutes, which I thought was very reasonable and I would want <laughs> But that it was always so funny when they were like, oh, no, you can just pick them from school. Or, oh, you can just come tomorrow. I'm like, you don't want me to, like, you don't want to, like, clap wow. eyes on me first. Feels a little too trusting. Thankfully, I'm not a total weirdo. But, you know, they don't know that. But they didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Um. So, yeah, it's a lot of work to – and for some people, some of these people didn't care. But anyway, so they've got one more candidate. <laughs> Rachel's like, we're never going to find a nanny. Um. Whatever. And – they open the door Ross mentions yes Ross is like the first one and she's like the blonde with no bra and he's like she was blonde and then he just kind of like laughs so it's a joke I do love his little I want oh the little laugh I do it's like a very cute like genuine laugh like they they both kind of are in on the joke but he was so do you think he was kidding about wanting the first person I don't know. I'm wondering if she was, like, qualified, but just maybe a little too, like, showy, you know? Okay. Well, let's get let's get back to that because I wanted to mention that because I want to come back to it. Okay. Um, the <clears throat> I, I don't know. I mean, he definitely was joking when he said she was blonde. Yeah. You know. Um, so the next one is Sandy. Sandy has a degree in child education and was with their last family for like, I don't remember, three years. It's a long time. Three years. Open the door and well, 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 guess who it is? <gasps> Freddie Prince Jr. Freddie Prince Jr. Which, I don't know why I sang it, but it's Freddie Prince it's Jr. It's Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> and I will forever just think of him as his character on She's All That. That is, like, what I think of totally. when I think of Freddie Prince Jr. 100%. I know he's been in other movies, but not in my mind. Like Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. So, he's there. And Ross is a little 
stunned and calls him mannish, which I guess technically <clears throat> he is since he's a man. Um, a man. <laughs> and they're in the apartment and like immediately he is being so sweet and tender talking about how hard it is to leave your child with someone. And Ross is looking at him with this like look and is not listening to him at all, clearly. He's just like, are no. you gay? Oh and my gosh. Like, he's like, you're just like a guy who's a nanny. It is, I, okay. I can understand being surprised when Sandy shows up and Sandy's a guy because you just assumed Sandy was a girl. Okay, I understand the kind of like, oh, well, I thought it was one thing and it's not and here we are. Yep. I do understand that. And typically, there are more women that are nannies than men. Sure. So we're not dealing with the norm. Okay, fine. I do not understand why Ross is so bothered by this. It doesn't make any sense to me. What do you think? I'm 100% with you. Like, it, it doesn't make sense to me either because... Like, Ross is not the pinnacle of masculinity. He's not, like, like, and he does kind of say this later. He's like, there's sensitive and then there's too sensitive. But it's like, Ross seems to me like the last person who would care about a guy being, like, this man is so qualified. He has a degree in early childhood education. That's like the He has glowing ticket. reviews. I... I don't understand. And then that's what I wanted to mention the lady from earlier, the first one he says, because in my mind, it's like, so you'd rather have some like slutty hot girl than this guy who's incredibly qualified. And it's not like he's this guy who's incredibly qualified, but then walked in and was like creepy or like brusque or like too, you know, like, yeah, he's like so good with her and so caring and considerate and like I want this to be you know I want to be I'm going to be part of your family and this is like a piece of your heart like he gets it and so it's like so you would just rather any old woman as long as or like any woman as long as she's like hot and young and what you think of as a nanny versus like somebody actually qualified yeah I know it's it really just, and it strange. It's just weird to me. It's weird. He's like, you must be gay. I'm like, Ross, shut up. And it <laughs> seems like such a crazy hill to die on. And every yes. time I see this episode, I'm kind of shocked that he, like, actually fires him. <laughs> you know? I know I'm, like, skipping ahead a little bit. Um, yeah, I forgot that that happened, too. Yeah. So he kind of, you know... He brushes off Ross. He's like, I'm engaged. Um, funny enough, did you catch this? Her name is Delilah. It's Delia. Delia. Oh my gosh, I totally is Delilah that. the girl's name from um She's All That? No, they uh that was one of the baby names oh. for Emma. Oh, right? I only know it's Delia because I I watch this show with um subtitles. Maybe he oh, says Delilah, but subtitles said I Delia. <laughs> I can't remember now. In just my head, it was I. Maybe I just turned it into that because I was like, oh, that's what <laughs> they were going to name Emma. No, wrong, so wrong. Um, <laughs> but he's telling these sweet stories about his old job. And he cries. It's so sweet. Like, this is totally the person I want taking care of my baby. So sweet. 100%. And you know that your kid is going to be in good hands. And Ross is just like, oh, yeah, kids say all kinds of crap. Blah, 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 blah. You've got to at least be bisexual. Blah, 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 blah. Insufferable. And, yeah, he's being awful. And Rachel's like, I love him. And Ross's defense is, he's a guy. Uh, okay, and I don't understand. Well, and then he's like, it would be like a woman trying to, uh-huh. and then she's like, trying to what? Yeah, please finish but that I just, sentence. Like, okay, so maybe, maybe men aren't nannies as often, but he's not like some idiot nineteen-year-old. Yeah. I don't know. I just, yeah, 
I don't know why it bothers Ross so much. It shouldn't. I'm not okay with the fact that it bothers him so much. I know. And so, like, I mean, men are fathers and care for their children. And that is beautiful. Great point. Um, So why is Ross... I don't know. My guess is he's threatened. That's usually his... His move. Yeah, probably. Because he's an attractive guy who Rachel's like mm-hmm. totally fawning over. But, That's probably it. But Sandy is like changing Emma's diaper and giving her homemade diaper rash cream. And mm. um, she gets hired, you know. And so. He he gets hired? He gets hired. Yes. Yeah. Um, Did you say she? Did I, I just miss here? I don't know. I can't remember okay. him out. <laughs> I didn't mean to. He gets hired. Maybe I was oh, going to say okay. she hires him, and I said she gets hires hired. Him. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Rachel okay. hires Sandy. Um, and then they're talking about her his engage. Oh my gosh. Okay, now I did it wrong. Um, okay. <laughs> Rachel's talking about Sandy's proposal to his fiance, and he's crying oh, yeah. again, and. Ross pulls Rachel into the kitchen, which it's so funny. Matt is so bothered by this that they have a male nanny. No, I'm just kidding. Um, he is really oh. bothered. <laughs> he is really bothered by Ross's kitchen because it's in what would be the hallway. Like it can't physically exist. Oh, yeah. Because so when they show the hallway, the I'm watching door, friends yeah. and they see the kitchen. He's like, oh, that kitchen. That kitchen that's in the hallway. Mm, mm-hmm. Well, did Matt also leave a disgruntled IMDb? Well, he probably under will. a different username. <laughs> probably. Um, but pulls him into pulls Ross pulls Rachel into the kitchen that shouldn't exist. And Sandy made Madeline's. He made Madeline's. <laughs> but Ross is like, he's cried three times since we got here. And Rachel's like, he's sensitive. And Ross is like, it's too sensitive. And Rachel pulls up a good point. Mm. Too sensitive to take care of our baby? And Yeah. Yep. But then he's like, you know, who? He's like, makes cookies and this and that and the other thing. And um, and she's like, it's not like you just came in from branding cattle. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I, I like the way she says it. I never thought of you as the guy who needed his men to be like men you know um yeah and like it's just he's not he's never been like that no in fact he's usually covering his tracks with his dance karate yes true um (laughs) beautiful but deadly beautiful but deadly um but like he's just like really I don't know. He's just like really, really threatened. And so later we do see very cute um, Sandy babysitting Joey. Oh, I was going to say when Hot Cross Buns, he's playing green sleeves. So do you know what is so funny about, um, so it is about Easter. It's like coming up on Easter time in New Zealand all over the world in fact but um as soon as like it becomes easter season they start selling hot cross buns at Uh the supermarkets here i had never had one before moving to new zealand uh i don't even think i knew what they were do you do i what sorry it cut out know what a hot cross bun is um i do but not from living in america is it only because of England? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought so because I was, I was saying something to Ben about like hot cross buns, and I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "You know, I don't." Gosh, I never ate. And he's like, "Wait," he's like, "You don't eat these in America?" And I was like, "No, like not at all." I was like, "The only time I've ever heard the phrase hot cross buns is from the recorder song." Yeah, hot cross buns. <laughs> Hot cross buns. And he was like, or but I think he was like, but you know the song. And I was like, yeah, but just from like playing recorder in elementary yeah. school. And I was like, I mean, Easter's a really big deal in America, yeah. but like hot cross buns have nothing to do with it like they do yeah. in the UK and Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. 
one a penny to a penny hot to cross buns. Hug. and then he's like i thought it was three blind mice no that goes like this and he's like don't <laughs> it starts out the same but it, it does it does do, do, do. <laughs> i mean the recorder doesn't give you much of an option range yeah yeah um but i mean this is where joey's childlike wonder is just adorable and he's like i want to play puppets yes. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, who wants to be Mr. Wiggle Munch and who wants to be, be the, the Grumpus? <laughs> and Ross is all salty and he's like insulting how is she supposed to appreciate puppets and, you know, whatever. And it's just like, I don't know. He's it's just- like he is being so nice to your baby. Like he cares so much. And he's like, oh, studies actually show that like the colors yeah. and the like – shapes and stuff are stimulating like this is all amazing I know and finally the only I will say the only uh kudos I will give Ross in this entire episode is his play on words for calling him Gary Poppins that's pretty good that was that was pretty good that's pretty Pretty good pretty good pretty quick-witted um but he says to Rachel, like, I would never force you to hire someone you were uncomfortable with, which is true. However, like, his reason for being uncomfortable just doesn't check out. That's it's what's hard. N- nothing. Yeah. It's like, that's what's frustrating. Yeah. I don't I don't really understand. But Rachel's like, well, if you're going to fire him, then you're going to fire him because I'm not going to do it. And he starts to fire him. And Freddie Prince Jr. is just like so gracious and then is having like a counseling session with him he's like why do you think oh, that is this. why aren't you comfortable to be a sensitive oh maybe because of my dad and that must have been hard um oh i love it i love it when he's like my dad would come in and be like why don't you go outside and play like a real boy but you are a real boy <laughs> i know and when it's and hot, when it's hot outside <laughs> Why can't you wear a tank top? <laughs> oh, which you'd think after all that good coaching, he would have been like, you know what, Sandy, I was wrong about you. But no. Yes, I would have. No, I know. I was like, I don't know why. Do you find yourself doing this where like you've seen this show so many times, but sometimes like I couldn't fully, fully remember what mm-hmm. happened with this. I knew that he was going to fire him, but I was kind of like hoping that he'd be like, okay, since now I get it, like you can stay. I don't know yeah. why I was ex- hoping for a different Just outcome. revisionist <laughs> history. Mm, um, true. But... Yeah, that doesn't happen. But we do see that uh, Joey is still getting some the cheapest college ever by learning oh, from Sandy. It. One kind of boat that can never, ever sink. A friendship. A friendship. <laughs> Which is kind of not true. Friendships sink all the time, but it's okay. Oh, snap. True. It's not, not, not neither here nor there. Right but now. it's still a good line. Yes, it is a great line. Um, finally, we've got <laughs> Paul Rudd. Oh, I just, oh, okay, that's true. I was going to say, I'm so sad about Freddie Prince Jr., but I'm happy about Paul Rudd, so that's good. So I did read a fun fact, though. Oh, okay, tell me. That Sandy was originally supposed to be someone else. Did you see this Not Freddie Prince Jr. Not Freddie Prince Jr. It was supposed to be Who? Tom Hanks. What? But he was oh, shooting a movie cool. and to drop out had to drop out due to scheduling conflicts and Freddie Prince Jr. was cast the Aww. day before. Feel your pain, Aww. friends friends filming people and having to recast people the night before. Usually it's not because Tom Hanks dropped out, but yeah, it's still not quite stressful. High <laughs> Tom Hanks would have been good at this too. Yeah. I I like that they got Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, it was good. Tom Hanks would have been great. They probably saved themselves some money. I have a feeling that Tom's day rate's a little more expensive than Freddie. Do you think that um, these people, like these really famous actors who came and did like little cameos on Friends, did they get paid? They would have, huh? Oh, yeah. I guess they're not doing things for exposure. I thought it was almost just like, oh, fun. But I guess that's not 
how acting works. Yeah. It's a job. Well, okay, is, never mind. It is fun, but also you get paid. Because there was that whole thing about um, Bruce Willis donating, like coming on Friends but then donating his fee. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, they did it as a fun, friendly bet. And I don't think Bruce Willis needs a day rate from two episodes of Friends um, to keep working. Yeah, but true. Was he only in two episodes? I mean, maybe no. it was three. Yeah, true. It wasn't, it wasn't many, a lot. Though. I was thinking like four, but it wasn't a lot. Yeah, no, okay. It wasn't a lot. Um, <laughs> but we've, we're back to Paul Rudd. My boy Paul Rudd. Phoebe and Mike. Hey, Paul. Hey, Paul. So Phoebe and Mike are like being all cute, holding hands, and then they can't hold hands anymore. Mm-hmm. So Phoebe puts her hand on her boob, his hand on her boob. Yeah. Um, hold boobs. Joey has this awkward tone of voice. Oh, you two. Is it serious? Are you talking about it yet? Am I making it uncomfortable? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. But... Oh, I forgot to mention this oh, earlier. Yes. But now that we're talking about Joey, there's an um when Chandler walks in to talk to Joey about his frustration with the Monica coworker thing. Oh yeah. Joey's reading a copy of Busty <gasps> Ladies. Yes. yes. <laughs> Which is from the one that could have been. That could have been. It's Busty such an Easter ladies. egg, and it's so funny because I was like, Busty Ladies is like an actual. But I don't know if it's it's probably not a oh, real. Oh no, it's just a prop magazine. It was just from boob yeah from that episode. <laughs> probably you your copy of Busty Ladies. <laughs> the name is so bad. It's like scandalous, but also like why is it at JC like, Penney's? Old yeah, seriously, why is it at JC Penney's? Yeah. Um. So. Joey kind Sorry, of like back no, to f- it's okay. Yeah, Joey yeah, yeah. kind of brings up like, is this going anywhere? In in not so many words, but uh, Phoebe and Mike are both like, it's too early to have that conversation. But maybe it isn't. Okay, maybe it isn't. You know. Okay, cool. So we both want to talk about it. Oh, it's so cute it how like cute. excited Mike is. I know. And he's so sweet, and he's like, when I got divorced, you know, I didn't think I would feel this way. But I really want you to have this. And then he's like pulling all this crap from the street out of his pocket. Five bucks. I just love it when like, you know, she's yeah. like, okay, keep and going. Keep going. Okay. <laughs> and then gives her a key. And she's like, I'd actually prefer the $5. And he's like, no, it's to my apartment. And she's like, well, I want to give you mine too. So now they're trading keys. In my opinion, mm-hmm. that's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. You now have access to yeah. all my personal effects. How long have they been dating? Not long. Two twi- two times they've been two, dating? Two times? No. I guess it's I guess it's more than that. I mean, well, they met Okay, so last episode was Phoebe's birthday. It was 1996. Good question. And then the one before that uh, No. The one before that is when Ross pulls that stuff about Vikram. It's from the one with the pediatrician. So episode three, we're now in episode six. Okay, so I guess we can say like if we're being generous, Four it's weeks. like I was gonna say if we we're saying like two weeks per episode, it would be like six weeks, like a yeah. month and a half. You're gonna give someone a key to your apartment? I mean, they do kind of say when Mike's like, you know, after my divorce, I just really didn't yeah. think I would feel like this about somebody. But so they're obviously just like. It's very organic. The chemistry is very good. They're really clicking. But I don't know that I would give. I I, get, I know people who have moved in together in shorter time than that. But I advise against it. Right. So. I, I actually think as far as like grand gestures go, this is lower stakes. You still have oh, your own Oh, it's definitely lower place. stakes than moving in. Yes. Defi- it's, but it's still, to me, it feels quite quick. I'm saying yeah. that I've known people that have done even more in yeah. shorter time. Yeah. But I advise against all of it. I'm also not a like, oh, when it's right, it's right. And you know it. Like, nope, yeah, that's like, not no, how I not. play things. <laughs> nope, you wait a season and figure things out before you make, or not a season, all four seasons. <laughs> not just a that's season. What I'm comfortable with. All the seasons. All the seasons. All the seasons. People are different in winter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, people are different. That's true. So Mike and Phoebe have traded keys. Then Phoebe goes home and 
there's a knock at her door and it is David. David, the scientist guy. From Minsk. Okay, so pause for just a second. I said last week mm-hmm. I'm listening to Matthew Perry's audiobook. I'm still listening. Ah, uh, yes. But he's talking about his like group of best friends that were all like <gasps> yeah, actors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And one of them is Hank Is Azaria. Hank Azaria. I know that makes this so much more fun. Yes. So I was listening to it and I was driving. So I'm like, why does that name sound so familiar? And he's like going oh. through his credentials and he's like, he's a voice, very famous voice actor, da, 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 da. And I was like, why does it sound so familiar? So when I got home, I was like, I need to look that name up. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's David. And I just, I just didn't know. I didn't know they were friends. That's so cool. Um, so fun. I know Hank Azaria most from The Simpsons. Um, the Simpsons. Yeah. Which one is he? Not that um, I'll even know when you tell me. He does. He does a lot. I was asking Ben about this the other day after I read the. Um, uh, after I read, well, while I was reading Matthew Perry's autobiography, because we, I was reading it while we were on the root burn track, mm-hmm. um, which was fun. But people, because you know when you're like out doing those hikes and you like run into people and they're like, "Oh, you've, you're um, Kindle. Oh, what are you reading?" And I was like, <laughs> Matthew Perry's autobiography, <laughs> like nothing. Like they're like, "Oh," and I was like, "I can tell you another good book that I recently read that's a little bit higher brow than this if you'd be interested." Um, but yes, yeah, so I was asking him, and I think he did the voice of Apu, the Indian convenience owner. Okay. I think he did Otto, the bus driver. I think like everybody did like multiple characters, okay. like all the voice voice. And so Hank, Hank Azaria, I don't remember if he did any of the main main characters. I can't remember, but he definitely did like multiple, and he was. I mean, he's listed, he's credited in every single episode. Okay. So, like, he's been one of the standing, he's not just, like, a sub-character. One I read was um, Mo, but I don't know who that is. Oh, is that oh, is he Mo? Mo's the bartender. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mo owns the bar, and he's in most episodes. Okay. Mm, I didn't realize he was Mo. Um, that's impressive for him to do so many different voices. Yeah, I um, I didn't know that, that there were, like, so few people. Um. So in that book, the autobiography by Matthew Perry, he mentions their friend group. He talks about Hank Azaria, yeah. and he talks about somebody named Craig Bierko. Yes. I'm not there. Did I, you know who that was? Um, no, but is this going to ruin any book for me? No, I just don't know who he is. Oh, I won't okay. say anything oh, more. You're I'll, let, I'll let you finish reading it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I don't. Okay. Do you know who he is? No, that's oh, why. Oh, okay. So when I so when I was reading, that was sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't everybody? tell if you were about to give me the reveal or if you were. Was I like, <laughs> no, no, no? So he talks about four people. I feel like yeah. I, I think it was four, or was it just it was. the three of them? It was him and three friends, the four together. Okay, yeah. I can't remember the fourth. Mm-hmm. I feel like I recognize. So I'm like, obviously, I know Matthew Perry. I know Hank Azaria. Um. There was, I feel like I kind of recognized the third, but that, the, the name Craig Bierko or whatever, I was like, I couldn't even tell you who that was. But I was reading this while I was out on one of the Great Walks, and there's like, oh, absolutely. Um, I was reading it while I was out on one of the Great Walks, and there's like absolutely no um, cell phone service. So I like couldn't look him up, couldn't anything oh yeah so you, you couldn't do any google yes so i'm like frustrated yeah. and i'm like who is this person but then when i yeah. got back to civilization i googled him and i still did not know who he was yeah well i mean it stands to reason that in most hollywood friend groups like a few people make it and a few people like probably work enough to pay the bills and that's pretty much it we'll never know who they are kind of thing you know Interestingly, that is part of the story. So you keep reading because that comes. Oh, back up. yeah. <laughs> Interestingly, okay, mm-hmm. great. Interestingly, no. <laughs> um. Okay, so David, David is back. David is back from Minsk. David for a couple of days. was back from Minsk, and he's like, "I got in the cab and I gave him your address, and I didn't even think about it." And 
he, you know, basically is like, you look so great and all this stuff. And <laughs> he says, are you seeing anyone? And Phoebe <sighs> says, uh, uh, nah. <laughs> nah. I, <sighs> this is hard for me to like accept. I know that she loved David, but she's got a really good thing going with Mike and she hasn't seen David in a long time. And I feel like the thing she has with David is not, it's not that it's imagined. It's kind of like It never really got off the ground. It's yes. like what it's could have the, been. Like, what could have been. Exactly. So in a little bit, it's like this fantasy of like what could have been and how he comes back through and... You know, it's like that episode in the early seasons when she's like, he's my submarine guy, uh, Charlie Sheen. Oh, yeah. That kind of like fanciful romantic, like, oh, I see him every three years and he comes back up and da, da, da. Well, you know that originally this show was written for Phoebe and David to end together. I feel like I remember hearing that, but everybody liked Paul Rudd too much. I think so. He charmed his way into our hearts. Come on. He sure did. Um, but like, I, it's just like, it's, so I know why they had him come back, you know, it makes sense point, that he pop up like, right now. Cause remember when they met, um, I can't remember they like, they, so they met at like the coffee shop when like he was talking with his friend and then yes. had they even gone on a date before she invited him to that, um, New Year's Eve party? No. And the, the night of the New Year's Eve party, he had to leave to go to Minsk. Yeah. And yeah. so that, so like nothing ever really happened then. It was just all this anticipation of like, oh, he's so great, but he just called her pretty and that was kind of it. And then he comes back that one time and, and they do, that was when um, Mike broke up with her the first time, right? Because she was going to have to go to that like family event and like, play like who's more over who or whatever and David shows up and he's like oh gosh of course you're going somewhere you look so beautiful and she just decides to like spend the weekend with him so I guess they kind of like they do have like a weekend together but like that's not that's not like the day in day out of a relationship after this that's after this oh sorry (laughs) Yeah, her and Mike have only been dating four weeks, as we just discussed. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> they but haven't does, broken up yet. They the just first got time, together. Is this the first time he comes back? Or was there another time where he's like... No, there's another time when, when yeah. Joey and her have That's plans. right. And she, yeah. he's like, I have to leave at nine. And so she's like... Yes. He's like, you look. And she's like, no time for that. No time for that. Um, but I think this is the second time he's come back. So yes, that's correct. Okay, sorry. Brings this dilemma to Monica and is like, you know, I didn't say anything. I just stood there, and she's like, well, maybe he didn't give you the chance. And she's like, yeah, he asked me, and I didn't say anything. And then Phoebe, for a second, is like, oh, clearly no right or wrong here. Yeah. And Monica's she... like, yeah, no. So no. okay, so I have some thoughts because Phoebe wants okay. to have her cake and eat it too. But here's how I feel about this. Um. I understand that it's difficult. Like, this is a tough situation for Phoebe. Um, On the one hand, like, I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, but like with Mike being, sorry, not Mike, with David being like wanting, like he cannot rightly want her to himself. He doesn't live in the country for like years on end. So... This is not going right. to happen. This is like, not sustainable. And it's not even like, oh, I live in London. You live in New York. It'll be long distance. He lives in Minsk, which I Googled um, yes. just before because I was like, where is Minsk? It's in Belarus. It's like, yeah, I thought it was in Russia, but it's Belarus. But like, it, and it's and it's like, it's not like he comes back every month. You know what I mean? Like he comes back once every three years. So no, it's, it's not sustainable. Now... I appreciate that she's like, okay, it's like her submarine guy and like like yeah. Charlie Shane, and she just wants some time with him. I think that had she and Mike only just started dating, yeah, 
that's probably not like that's more of like the moral gray area. What do you yes, do? Yes. Yes. But I think the exchange of keys signifies we're yes. exclusive and we're serious. Yes. Big time. And that's where it's it's so bad because it's like this just happened. Like I assumed this morning. It seems like it was this morning. Yeah. Um, and you know, so he's like, you know, I need to tell him. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't blame her, I guess, for kind of in the moment making a bad choice, but yeah, it's, it's good that she is like, yeah, okay. I, I need to, I need to tell him. I told him I'd see him tomorrow night. And Monica's like, what? Like, yeah, you can't go do that. But then Phoebe's like, okay, you know, I'm going to end it. David comes over and he's like trying to kiss her. And she's like, no, wait, like I'm actually seeing someone. And he's like, well, don't be happy with him only with me. And I don't mean that, you know, he's all bumbly and flumbly. Yeah, I want you to be happy, um, but only with me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, in a way I'm like, you've said it before, like if you don't fight for your feelings like no one else is going to so he can shoot his shot totally Um, I really don't begrudge him the valiant the big gesture you know I don't I really don't um and then speaking of gray areas Phoebe's like oh you could just give me a kiss on the cheek not not a problem a big deal maybe it's just like you know two cheeks and then this here on the and lips. And then on the and, lips. Oh, and then in New York, we do and like. And then full uh, on makeup. A hug won't hurt. Like this uh. is. Okay. I don't know, Renee, if we've said this before on this show. But like Renee and I both feel very strongly about this. It's not just like, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden we were like making mm. out. It's like, what were the factors leading up to you making out? Because like yeah. you clearly got to be in the same place. You had to be close. It doesn't mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. happen out of nowhere. And maybe everybody no. knows this and they're just lying to themselves and like it's a game we all agree to play, but I don't agree to play it. So this whole like, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm so sorry. Like the whole like a hug won't hurt. A kiss on the cheek's not a problem. You're tempting it's like, fate. You know you're tempting fate. Well, I don't even think they're tempting fate. I think they're just tempting not each tempting other, fate. right? That's like, what I mean. That's what I yeah. mean. Like, like, they know that they're putting themselves. It's like, I'll just sit here, like, inches away from your face. Yes. And Phyllis if you knows me, what she's doing. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know how it happened. Um, You know how it happened. That's you were, like, so literally funny. dangling the bait. Um. But yeah, they're just like full on making out. You know what? I'll say this. I don't know if this is good or not. But like, yes, because he's like in Minsk, it's two on the cheek. And then she's like in New York and he just grabs her and kisses her. And this is probably the most attractive I've ever found David. Right. (laughs) Honestly. I was like, good on you, David. And maybe not. But it's it's like shoot your shot, David. David's shooting his shot, but Phoebe is basically begging him to. She's yeah. like, well, okay, I mean, that won't hurt. Maybe just like two on the cheek and mm-hmm. one on the lips and like mm-hmm. your tongue down my throat. I don't know. Whatever happened, <laughs> happens. Like she really is just, I feel like as free-spirited as Phoebe is, usually this is the kind of stuff she doesn't subscribe to. Like, yeah. She has a little more of a backbone. Don't kid a kidder. Yeah. Yeah. And so I am very surprised by this behavior in Phoebe. A little disappointed. Um, Yes. It's it's not not good. I don't really feel that this is David's fault at all. Really? No, I don't Um, either. I agree with you. Because she should, I I do understand her moment of weakness being like, I'm not seeing anybody. But then your responsibility is to say, hey, I don't know why I said that. I think I was just really excited to see you, but I am seeing somebody. And she does that. But then instead of being like, and now you need to go, I'll call you if anything changes. She's like, okay, well, maybe a hug, maybe a kiss, maybe Mm -hmm. a this, maybe a that. Like, and Mm -hmm. then she's just totally. She's leaving the door wide open for him. Oh, yeah. Giving him the confidence to just like. Yes try it it's when people are like I use this analogy 
once I I was like I don't know why they keep like a, a situation I was in I was like I don't know why they keep involving me like I don't know why I keep being involved in this and I realized I was like oh it's not it's not that I'm like sitting there asking to be involved but I'm like it's kind of like somebody not locking their door and then being like people just keep coming in I don't know why they keep coming in and it's like well if you don't want them to come in you have to lock the door you have to stop them doesn't mean they won't try to like break down the door but like when all they have to do is turn the handle Mm. why wouldn't they walk right in you're kind of making people feel like doors open come in when you want like that's sort of the message you're sending and phoebe's like um but i'm seeing someone but she doesn't say so that's why i need you to leave it is yeah. good to see you but i need you to leave like she's just or like, like we can go my get door was shut i don't know how yeah. we got in yeah 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 yeah, so, yeah you're totally right you know it's it's that i don't know how this happened mindset and we're not here for it um so they're like making out fully and phoebe Mike is bless. like no, Mike walks in, right? And he's like, well, oh. Yeah, he, the key, they hear the keys. He goes, he goes, hey, the key works. <laughs> just like, I know. Mike, you dork. What did you think? <laughs> I know. Well, we have seen before on this show where someone gives a key and then someone gets the locks changed <laughs> like a dingbat. So it wouldn't be the first time. Um but he uh he 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 provides some graciousness by saying how many people have your key <laughs> giving her i feel like he's giving her maybe like half of the benefit of the doubt like maybe i'm misunderstanding and then he's like your lipsticks on his mouth okay yeah. well that's a little harder yeah. to to understand and um He's like, Phoebe's like, he lives in Minsk. He's only in town. We used to go out. You know, this isn't helping. Yeah. Um, And he's like, did you kiss him? And she's like, well, yeah. When she's like, did you? No, no, no. Kiss. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. (laughs) We did that. Um, And then uh, David and Mike very well matched for a fight with the pointing. Oh, my gosh. Their little, like finger sword fight thing is so funny it's so funny and then he's like he's like i'll i'll what is it i'll give you a problem and stop it before yeah. someone gets hurt i know and then finally phoebe's really like david you should go but then I absolutely love when he's like, well, if you I ever go to Minsk, you better watch out. And he was like, you're going to Minsk? I might. Well, you should come in the spring. It's just lovely. It's so, I know. He's like, <laughs> and he's like, if I ever see you again, oh, if I ever go to Minsk. And he's like, oh, you're going to Minsk. Hey, if you do, come in the spring. It's like, it's, oh, it's so, I just And like, then he comes back and, yeah. at the, well, <laughs> hold on. So, okay. He says goodbye. And almost tries to kiss her. And yeah. And he's like, are you kidding me? And he's like, okay, no, sorry. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Mike was like, is this ever going to happen again? And Phoebe's like, no, it never will. And That's... David comes back and he's like, if you did come to Minsk, this Here's is my number. my number. <laughs> we'll, we'll go party. It's so, he's so sweet. But I have to say, like, if you were Mike, you walked in on your, like, yeah. freshly serious relationship making out with their ex and then they go it'll never happen again would you be like okay time to kiss I'd be like you have a little bit more explaining to do yeah I actually think that it's early on enough in the relationship that I would probably just cut and run probably because because I'd be like okay I get it this guy doesn't live here he lives in Belarus as we've established um Belarus and (laughs) really wanted to say it like that okay. <laughs> oh cute um like she's obviously not gonna see him again so he's not really a threat but the bad boundaries with the ex would be the question for me like this yes, is probably yes. not the only person who has dated her or is going to flirt with her how do yeah. i know that she's not just going to be making out with other exes 
who've shown back up. Yeah. I don't know. I would say um, the symptoms are not what I'm worried so much about. It's more of the disease almost mm. here. Mm. Like the root of the behavior of her thinking mm-hmm. it's okay to kiss her ex after she trades keys with Mike. That is more troubling than I think the kiss is forgivable. Um, But like how easily she got herself into that situation is like more concerning to me yeah i so wouldn't be quite they get so over like it real, real fast. quick yeah I, that wouldn't quite yeah. be me but that's okay i'm no paul rudd yeah. i'm no i mean are any of us really uh, none of us yeah who amongst us who amongst us um oh. i have one more fun fact about this episode yes let's hear it this is one of the episodes that was submitted at the Emmys. Oh. So this is one of the like Emmy nominee episodes. For what? I like best comedy. Know. Oh, okay. Yes, sorry, yes, outstanding comedy series. Oh, okay. But they um, they nominated this episode? Maybe you have to send in no. a couple. That is okay, that is the funny thing about awards. Like I obviously have never gone to the Emmys. But I have done some local advertising awards. The Soapies? And, I mean, basically, they're called the Addies. Oh, (laughs) cute. (laughs) So, yeah. But you can submit, like, a series, like a web series, for example, or a series of commercials. Or you could submit an individual, like, there's multiple ways. Okay, I see. To, so this to isn't trying to be thing. best. So could you could you submit one episode for best comedy series, or would that just be for like best director, best supporting so, actress in this episode? I don't know. That's what okay. I'm saying. I don't know how the Emmys do it, but I do know there are other awards. It's kind of like best song and best record. Okay. Um, yeah. So if they were doing it's best like, comedy series, um, it's probably one yeah. of a few that they'd submit like a portfolio. Like here's our best work. I would assume. I would assume, but I don't I would really too. know. So, um, but that's cool if they submitted this one. I think it's pretty funny. Not according it's to It's got a lot of Matt oh, not according to in user Nashville 575 <laughs> at 575 on IMDb, but the rest of us well, think it's fine. It has some heavy hitters. We've got Frank Azaria. We've got Paul Hank. Rudd. Hank. What did I say? Frank. <laughs> it's okay. No, Hank I didn't. I said Hank. Oh, it sounded like Frank, but maybe we that was... We have Hank. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, we've got, yes, Freddie Prince Jr., Hank Azaria, Paul Rudd. I mean, that right there, plus all the original six... Right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So Paul Rudd just getting over stuff real fast these days. Um, yeah. But I'm happy because. Good. I am too. I am too. Because we like Paul Rudd and we want to keep him around. We want to keep him um, around. But yeah. So. Can I ask a question then? Maybe we'll get sure. to this later. But like when you said that originally Phoebe was supposed to wind up with David. Was it yeah. going to be after she and Mike broke up and then David came back? Like, was that supposed to be how that went? I think so. I think wow. so. And then they basically, instead of not bringing Paul Rudd back, they brought him back. So it's like they still brought um, David back in, in like Bermuda or whatever. But then it was like they brought Mike too. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Bravo. Um, so good um well that's it for this week um next week we'll be back with ross's inappropriate song so good i have a story about that but i'll save it for next week oh i'm so excited (laughs) (laughs) okay all right well thanks for being here guys we will see you next time see ya bye bye